for introductions, are you going to like ask me those questions or do you want me to just ramble introducing myself covering those topics? Uh, yeah, we like the second one. Second one? <laughs> okay. Uh, no, I, I try to make it sound conversational. Yeah. Uh, we haven't done a podcast in a while, so my interview skills might be a little rusty. Welcome to 321 Lay On Podcast, a podcast about live action role play, part of Next Level Nerd Podcast Network. On our show, we try to learn as much as we can about LARP and other related topics we find interesting and share them with the world. Please visit nextlevelnerd.com or just search Next Level Nerd anywhere to find all of our shows about gaming, movies, TV, comic books, and more. My name is Ashton Ruby. With me hosting today is my brother, Evan Ruby. Hey, everyone. We are back after a unplanned break for Summer a while. Summer hiatus. Yeah. No real reason for it. We just uh, we're taking it easy for the summer. But we're back and we're coming in strong. Joining us is Mackenzie Jamison, creator of the Thrift Store LARPer. How are you doing today, Mackenzie? Hi. Really good. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. I uh, was vaguely familiar with your YouTube channel. Um, just, you know, getting back into the hobby and Googling and searching everywhere for things related to LARP. So, uh, Oh, wow, and I came up. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah glad I can help because, uh, I know it's, it's kind of hard either getting back into it or even just starting. And that's kind of my niche of where I'm trying to help people mm-hmm. is, uh, either people don't know where to start getting their costuming or their props or, you know, it's really expensive to, it's an expensive hobby. So I try to help people save money on it and yeah. still look good. So, yeah. you know, um, that is what I do. I, with my channel, uh, well, in general, that's kind of how I, I started. Um, I, I started LARPing back in 2007. And so it's like been 12 years and nice. I was sold on it from the beginning so much that I wanted to make sure the little LARP that I was playing in could still run because it was having a little bit of trouble getting off on its feet, you know? Okay. And so they needed costumes, you know, and I even was trying to get costumes together. So I would help them out going to thrift stores and grabbing what I could and just donating it to the game. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of where I, I started with just LARPing and thrift store. Um, and... Yeah, that's pretty much where I, what I've been doing for 12 years. Nice. Um, Did they, uh, the two passions, we'll say, uh, start yes. at the same time? Or have you always been kind of a fan of checking out thrift stores? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's just been in my bones because my mom uh, would always take me to thrift stores as a kid mm-hmm. up in Sacramento in California. Okay. <laughs> and I just... It was kind of a nostalgia thing, and I still will go to thrift stores up in Sacramento and find amazing treasures. I just usually have to find some some thrift stores wherever I'm going, and I have to check it out. Like, I'm I'm driving down the road, and I'm like, oh, 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 thrift store. Oh, my God, I got to go. So, yeah. this is why my errands take forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. And so, 2007 was your first LARP. You said it was just a small game? Yeah, we had, like... I think 20 players total that I might be wrong, but it was tiny. We were at a, a park up in Burbank, California. It was a day game, like a five hour game. Mm -hmm. Um, and 
I I got involved because I was in a well a D&D group. We were playing weekly and the one of the members uh he was uh he ran a game called Dying Kingdoms and uh my friend Rob said, "Hey, Jesse runs this great game. You should come." And I'm like, "Uh, what? <laughs> what is this?" And somebody explained what it was, and I'm like, uh, I'm not sure, but this is my friend Jesse, and I want to go support him. And I went, and I was sold from the first mod. I almost died in the first mod as my character, but my wife saved my, saved my butt, got me out of there. <laughs> Romantic. Yes. <laughs> That's cool. Uh, and yeah. uh, what kind of game generally was it? Oh, that was a, it's a high fantasy. Uh, okay. Very much like it. It got a lot of its roots from Conan and um, oh man, some other series I can't think of top of my head. But also, it was all the elven culture that was in the game was very Lord of the Rings. So, sure. in fact, my first character, like the storyline that she ended up going through, was very much like the a Lord of the Rings, humans and elves coming together and you know getting married and saving the world <laughs> whatever Classic. Uh, over a sword too. put the sword together mm. marry yeah. somebody <laughs> become the empress that, i don't oh. know sounds good to me that's that's what happened <laughs> very in a very very simple way sure but. cool All and right. then uh pretty much the whole time for the past decade or so Consistently um, LARPing or on and off? It's, I would say, consistently LARPing, it depends on how, because there's a lot of games going on. Sometimes there's too many games. There was a time where there was, in Southern California, there was every weekend you could go to a LARP. Um, yeah. Yeah. Usually, when I was on staff for Dying Kingdoms, basically in their art department, running their costume, wardrobe, props, all that, we were doing, got it down to one, it was every other month would be a live game where we're at a park or we were, had a, a camping over the weekend kind of event or we were at a convention doing a court style game. Okay. Uh, and every other month in rotation would otherwise be tabletops where people could actually like flesh out the story of their character with other, you know, people running smaller stories for them. Cool, cool. Yeah. I've been doing pretty much, yeah, that the whole time. And then I left that game and staffing for them and started exploring other games. I had to start picking out, like, my rule now is I'll t do two player characters and then I'll, I'll try to give back to the community and NPC for anybody else that I can, you know, uh, schedule time for because there's a lot of stuff going on between trying to run my show now. I'm also in a band and I also have an acting career, so it's a lot to juggle. Yeah. Uh, so, but I really still love LARPing. It's what kept me alive while, like, way back when there was the acting strike in Hollywood and I had just joined the union, so I couldn't, I couldn't oh, act. And so where was I going to go act? Well, I'm going to go LARP. Is that game still running today? It is. They are finishing up their last two games. They are they're oh. pretty much 
I know it's it is very heartbreaking for a lot of people in the community. Um, but you know, it's had its run, and in, you know they recognize it's it's time for other LARPs that are new. You know, other like fresh STs to come forward and their ideas, their games, and allow more weekends, more opportunities for newer LARPs to step up. So that's what's mm-hmm. cool. What kind of man makes me sad is there's there aren't going to be that many um, high fantasy LARPs in Southern California right now. So I'm like, oh, they're, those are my favorite. Those are my favorite LARPs. I want to play <laughs> elves. I want to play fairies. Those are my favorite. But I'll take a break every once in a while and I'll play a human or I played a troll. That was a lot of fun. I, I missed that troll. She was a lot of fun. But, nice. Yeah. And that was for a different game or... So it, that one was for that. The troll was my last character for Dying Kingdoms. Okay. Um, yeah. So. No, that's cool. Uh, I think some of those things you said seem to be uh, like trends that I hear. More I hear other people talking about because I haven't really been part of running a game or anything like that. Uh, yeah, there's tends to be more different kinds of LARPs now. Like it's not just wizards and and swords mm-hmm. and stuff. And that new games and like short run games are kind of becoming more popular people just trying different things and and that sort of thing yeah so, i know uh, that's kind of a trend at least uh, over here in the east coast yeah i'm really curious about east coast larping i'm very very eager to get out of southern california to try some larps out there in various parts of the u.s and i mean the big dream is to of course go to europe and play a larp <laughs> yeah sure we all want to do that in a yeah. real castle yeah that'd be cool. <laughs> that mm. They're, they're, I mean, it's not a real, real castle, but they do have castles in Southern California that you can rent. Uh, I used to also book sites for um, Dying Kingdoms. I, I've also been like a huge consultant for other LARPs in Southern California for like last minute people trying to find campsites, other sites that they're like, oh my God, I, I need a game. My site canceled. Where should I go? And I try to help them find a place to go LARP. Um, and there are castles out there. They're just like $5,000 for, mm. you know, eight hours. And it's like, Thanks, <laughs> you take real gold coins. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> cool. And switch over to your, your YouTube channel. Tell us about how that got started and what inspired you to want to create content that way. I knew I wanted to have a YouTube channel and, um, I, I started one that had nothing to do with LARP because I had some friends doing, you know, LARP-esque type YouTube channels and then, you know, I didn't want a bandwagon or anything, but I also had some, a lot of friends saying, hey, Mackenzie, you know, you're an expert in this part. Why, why don't you start our YouTube channel? I'm like, no, I also don't want to just be known as this. Well, you know what? Who cares? <laughs> um, <laughs> and also my friend Cheyenne, who runs LARP House, very encouraging in the fact where she feels that, you know, don't necessarily totally want to speak for her, but I especially get the sense that she is super encouraging that everybody out there sharing all this LARP information, who cares how many channels there are about LARP, the more we share and create and come together with this, the stronger that LARP is going to be on a world, you know, level. So, or understanding and just sharing and creating. Who cares if we're just, who cares how many LARP YouTube channels there are out there? Let's just support each other and be creative together. 
So after I kind of got that message from her, I'm like, okay, all right, let's, you know, let's do this. Yeah. So. Oh, that's cool. Uh, I mean, yeah, I could say the same thing, everything you just said about podcasts too. So <laughs> yeah, you don't, <laughs> so we understand. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, um, yeah, even if it's, you know, YouTube channel about LARP, uh, you know, two different people, it's going to be two different, you know, two, two totally different people talking about different things and bringing different ideas and passions and, you know, just their own uniqueness to it. So, yeah. And like I, I said before, in the beginning, like the, my big thing that I'm trying to do is help people LARP. And a lot, I feel like people feel like they don't have enough money, don't have the resources to even, I even want to help people produce LARP. You know, mm -hmm. if you need a bunch of costumes for your NPCs, go to a thrift store. You'll save a lot of money and yeah. be able to costume like a whole bunch of NPCs. Yeah, I was thinking that when you were saying that earlier, um, that it can be, uh, I've heard a lot of people like talk about getting into it, like kind of being intimidated at first. Because, yeah, especially now that social media is the way it is and LARP gaining popularity, like you see these, you know, videos and photos of people in these like authentic looking crazy costumes. And it's like, well, I don't know if I'm going to go that into this or <laughs> be able to oh. make or buy that costume. Oh, yeah. I mean, I come from the days when we were using the PVC pipe and the uh, pipe insulation and duct tape. Yeah. Those, my first couple swords. And in fact, I borrowed my first one. <laughs> nice. Yeah, our older, uh, older brother had gotten into it, which is how we got into it. And uh, that was one of the parts we liked, <laughs> getting the oh. pipe insulation you... and, the, and the pipe and... Do you remember how it's yeah, do you remember how exciting it was when duct tape came out with the different colors and the different <laughs> like like once what? I can make this like really sh actually shiny silver or I can make this rainbow colored sword or a flame sword. It actually has flame on the duct tape. <laughs> That's when it really got exciting. Right. And then plasti dip plasti dip swords were the next level up. Oh yeah. Did you guys ever do those? Did you guys ever make the, um, it was, you go to a thrift store or you get an old club, basically. You cut off the head and you take camping foam and you sandwich it and you plastic dip it. Is That was the next level up from the PVC sword. Uh, we made a pretty decent shield with plastic dip oh, and nice. uh, EVA. Oh, yeah. It was uh, like a large tower shield. Not a tower, maybe a kite. It's pretty big. Yeah, I, for some reason, am sort of intimidated, as I was kind of just saying, about doing the uh, plastic dip. Like, I feel like there's a little less room for error. Like, I like the duct tape because it's, um, you know, kind of lets your imagination fill in the rest, you know? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's kind of what LARP is and why right. it's, I'm, that's the one thing about LARP when it starts becoming, a, like, in the eye of the mainstream and the general public's like, what's this LARP thing? Oh, you know. And they're really interested in it, but it as a LARPer, you're like, oh, wait, it's, or if people want to make like movies about it. And you're like, oh, wait, wait, no, no. I mean, it's cool. It's cool because we fill in the rest with our imagination. It, it, filming it does not look as cool, trust. Yeah. It's, nope. there have been very few 
uh, videos out there that, but there are a few done by Momo and LARP House that actually uh, have come out really well. But it's still like, uh, you know, a lot of this is just use your imagination. Right. I'm kind of in the in-between where I take the golf club and the camper mat, but then still duct tape it and try to nice. tape it a little more. So at least it looks slightly more like a blade, but it still has the, you know, inch yeah. shape zone or whatever. Exactly. So. As long as it doesn't hurt anyone, right? <laughs> right, yeah. That's what it matters. But it's Safety not round, kids. at least. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I um, also recently kind of a eh, year, two years ago now, maybe, um, heavily got into like, going to thrift stores and just seeing what I can find. And like, um, it is kind of like its own little mini adventure. Like, Oh, what am I going to find? Like, am I looking for something specific or will I see something that'll inspire a new character or a new piece? Um, but it has kind of been a new side hobby of this hobby for me too. It's just uh, today I was at Goodwill. Oh, nice. Look, looking at yeah. the Nerf guns that I can kind of paint for oh, like a Spock yeah. look game or something or, um, I found these cool goggles that look like they'd be like they had like a light and a little plastic lens on them. <laughs> oh, awesome. Yeah, it's going to so become addicting. Awesome. Trust me. You're going to get addicted. Oh, I'm already addicted. Yeah. Oh, good. You're going to go in at like at least once a week. Oh, it was terrible when I used to live in Santa Monica and I was in walking distance of a thrift store. And this was a really good thrift store. Like, near, um, it was, it was kind of off of Santa Monica Boulevard near um, Brentwood which is where like the really rich people of Hollywood live besides Beverly Hills and then all their designer jeans would get like mm -hmm. there. And, you know, we also had a very diverse neighborhood and it like the gorgeous stuff that would come in there from all around the world. I was so spoiled. <laughs> yeah. We yes. interviewed uh, another guy who has a, like an online LARP store. And he started mostly doing like thrift stores and stuff and like putting That's pictures so online. And uh, one of his points of advice was to go to the Goodwill in the good neighborhood <laughs> or the yes. affluent yeah, neighborhood. Because yeah. yes. you usually take your Goodwill to the closest one. So mm -hmm. wherever the rich people are going to leave their junk, that's where you want to go. <laughs> yes. Find some good deals. <laughs> yep. Right. But it depends on what you're looking for, you know. If if you're going to be a zombie and you want some really cheap, tattered clothes, then maybe the next Goodwill down will <laughs> suffice that, you know. So if you got the time, like me, you hit a few. <laughs> yeah, I have I have like three when I am uh, doing my errands. I have a three that I always stop in on on those days just because they're on the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's like three hours out of my day. Bye bye. Yep. Yeah, that was my day today, pretty much. <laughs> Ashton's got a real belt problem. Yes. Oh, belts! I love belts. I don't know oh, why. No. Like, one, they're always cheap. Like at most three bucks. Yeah. Um, it's pretty easy for them to look in game, you know. Uh -huh. Um, a lot of them aren't, but you know, a brown belt with a, you know, metal buckle, bam, knight's belt. Uh, and it's just a little thing that can add a little bit, of, you know, elevate the look a oh, little yeah. bit, you know, and uh, if, especially if it's interesting, then I can't turn it down even though I counted like, I don't know, 30, 40 belts in my closet Wait, the other day. really? Oh yeah. my <laughs> Oh <laughs> my gosh. 
if you get into leatherworking too, it's really cheap way to get all of your metal um, pieces. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I also, you I think actually for that shield we were talking about, I took a belt and made the straps out of it. Um, Just like cut it in half, so you have the buckle end and then the whole end, and then glued it under a piece of foam. So it's perfect. Cheap strap. Yes. But yeah, belts are hard for me to turn down. Uh, I had a Nerf gun problem for a while, even though I've <laughs> never even played a, a post-apocalyptic game yet. Uh, some friends of ours were starting one, and I was like, oh, that'd be cool just to try to like paint them and sand off the logos and stuff. Yeah. And the, the one Goodwill I was at was selling them really cheap. like They were like three or four bucks a piece. So I also have way more Nerf guns than I like. I could start my own small LARP with the guns that I have. Okay. The guns and the belts got you covered. <laughs> what about yourself? Do you have a favorite item, just, or is it just basically oh, everything? Uh, oh, bags! Uh, that was the other one for me. Sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> if I find a cool looking bag, because that one's a little harder to find, uh, especially like an in-game looking one. Um, but I have a couple that I'm really happy with. Like I have the yeah. Stachel, Stachel that I use in real life actually. Um, but it it looks totally in game, and I found this um, backpack that looks pretty in game that I found like like under a couple of their bags, like in a pile, and it was like fifteen dollars. Oh, perfect. And I was looking for like a bag to carry my stuff in in the game, and I found it and held it up, and I was like, Ah, oh, my god, this is. Yes, I love that moment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that moment, you're like, Yes, the thing. Yeah. Need this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I felt that way about the bag. So uh, it, I was playing, I just started playing a post-apocalyptic game and uh, I needed a bag for the first mod. The requirement was we had to have a recognizable bag to um, to represent our stuff because we had all been kidnapped and all our stuff was taken away from us. And this, yeah, in this cool. mod, we had to break out of being kidnapped and go find our stuff. That's cool. So I had to find a bag that was my character's bag to go find. It was I, I really liked that element for one. And when I didn't I I just thought I wasn't really gonna find like her bag, Dalian's bag, Dalian's the character, but mm-hmm. I was going through a thrift store, went through the bag well, it wasn't even the bag section. It was their like their hockey supplies and their their <laughs> section. And it was buried under a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, oh, this looks very much like what my character would Oh my yes. So yeah. <laughs> Nice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a yoga bag. It's like this woven yoga bag. It's very hippy dippy. Oh, it's awesome. Nice. I'm trying to think of some other recent ones. I've, I've found a couple hats. Mm. Like, uh, what are they called? They're like, they're kind of winter hats. Not like, kind of, for some reason, Russian style comes to mind. Oh, rad. Yeah. Well, they're, they're like, they're fur. Yeah. Or, yeah they're, they almost look like hunting hats. Yeah. Yeah. I found like two of those and I was like, oh, man. I mean, yeah. I don't know what I'll use this for, but I'm using <laughs> That's what my wife's been telling me lately. She's like, okay, do you have something specific <laughs> that you're going to use this? What did I want to buy? A box, I think. I found this cool box. It's actually at an antique store. Uh, so it wasn't like necessarily, it wasn't crazy. I think it was only like 15 bucks or something. I was like, oh, this is a really cool box. It was like wooden. Uh, it was a little bit bigger. Like it might fit like a book or something. And I was like, oh, this is great. Oh, that's another thing. I have a lot of boxes too. <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel you on the boxes. It's not a ton, but certainly more than is necessary. Because it could hold treasure. Of course. (laughs) I guess that's what goes through my mind. The bags and the boxes. Bags and boxes. Bags, boxes, and belts. Yes, yes. 
exactly. Yeah. But she was like, okay, do you have a specific use in mind for this? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. Just watch. You're going to have so much stuff. You'll be like, well, I might as well run a LARP. I have all this stuff. I, I hmm. think that's what I tell myself. <laughs> like someday, even if it's real small, like 10 of us in my backyard. Hey, those are the best. And I've, there's, I've been talking to a lot of people who, I mean, compared to where Europe is, and I'm sure, how big is the LARP that, the LARPs that you guys usually end up participating in? Just curious. I'd say medium, smallish to mediumish, I guess. Are they um, like what? What is smallish or mediumish to you? Like number wise, <laughs> I don't. The, know. I would say twenty to thirty is small. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. I big agree gets to be like a hundred plus. Yeah. Is big. Yeah. yeah. I guess I didn't know how to answer because we haven't actually gone to our game in a long time because. He's got his own business. I have small kids, so we haven't been out there in a long time. Yeah. Um, but, so anyway, but anyway, that one, it started off, I'd say, pretty small, like around 30, I think. Yeah. Probably by the time we got into it. Uh, but now it's gotten a lot bigger. It's definitely pushing 50. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At this point. Yeah, on the side, when I talk to people in person, some of the, I guess, uh, some of the notes out there that I'm hearing are that some people would really like to return back to that 20 to 30 smaller game, the more intimate game where you feel like your experiences are, are uh, more personal instead right. of the giant battles and you just feel like you're getting your characters lost and doesn't mean anything. Sure. That's, that's what I'm hearing a lot right now. Yeah, yeah I've seen uh, videos online of these like thousands and thousands of people fighting you know, for... And, like, it's kind of a cool idea, maybe, but I think I would feel the same. Like, I'm just some peon in this army. It doesn't mean anything if I fight well or die. Or yeah. <laughs> not really. Maybe you might, if you're part of it, you feel a little different. But from the outside, it seems like it's much better to be part of a small group where everyone knows your name, you know? Yeah, I want to experience one of those kind of giant, multi, you know, huge huge LARPs where it's the big battle and yeah, you are one of the peons, but um, yeah, I would, I would say in general, maybe one of those a year would be cool or like every so many years, you know, like a game just does one big old battle like that, but otherwise keep it tiny. Right. No, yeah, I feel the same way. Uh, uh, in general, doesn't necessarily appeal to me. Like if I had to only pick one style wouldn't do it but also given the chance would like to experience it at least once you know especially yeah. doing you know sort of the podcast and youtube channels to experience more of it you kind of understand it more and just meet more people and, and that kind of thing yeah i agree and that's the cool thing about the hobby is um it's not just you know people with the foam weapons in the woods you know there's uh, basically a flavor for anyone almost like that's what I usually tell people when they immediately say ah it's not for me I'm like well you know it's like music you know you maybe just haven't found this kind of music you like haven't found Agreed. you know like we have a friend who's always kind of like oh, I'd watch but I don't think I'd do it <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah. he's like a like his favorite thing in the world is Star Wars and I'm like well <gasps> you know you could do a sci-fi LARP in fact yeah. pretty much Star Wars 
not Star Wars <laughs> LARPs not out Star- there. Yes, there are yeah. not Star Wars LARPs. I can confirm, not Star Wars yeah. LARPs out there. Right. <laughs> They're and, great. And so when we said that, he kind of was like, oh, you know, kind of like a little light turned on. Like, oh, yeah, that would be pretty cool. And I usually try to trick people by saying, <laughs> you've probably LARPed and not realized it. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, my gosh. Yes, all the time. Um, all these, like, uh, escape rooms, murder mystery yep. companies that, that crop yeah. up, like, or even Disney itself, itself like, uh, the whole Galaxy's Edge experience is LARPing. Right. Congrats. It's LARPing, guys. You've been tricked into <laughs> LARPing. Ha! Exactly. I say if you're at a Halloween party dressed as a pirate and you go, Arr, you're LARPing. You're LARPing. <laughs> Not really. Somebody, needs to do, somebody do, do that video. Somebody be like, if you blah, 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 and do this, and then cut to just, you're LARPing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there you go. Your foot's in the water. Now we can dive in. Yeah. Anyway, I want to hear more about your YouTube channel. Oh, um, yeah. That's why you're on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it just yourself? Uh, basically run the show when it comes to the editing and shooting and all that like the actual production part yeah it's pretty much me and then my wife will, will usually you know consult i'll consult or sorry she she will consult <laughs> i use her as a consultant um just i check things with her on what like should i is this cool does that look good uh she also has a background in film so a lot of times when I'm looking for a color correction style, I'll refer to her and go, hey, does this look good? Um, otherwise, Lorena Guyet, she does all my closed captioning because closed oh. captioning is super important. We need to, you know, be accessible to everybody as much as we can. So she helps me with my closed captions, even though they have the auto. Oh, my gosh. She goes in there and corrects <laughs> all the really bad auto um, closed caption. So, um, and then there's Jenny Lemons. She helps me on uh, the thrift store LARPer Facebook crafting group that I have. Oh, cool. She's one of the moderators. So that's pretty much my team. Oh, nice. There. Yep. Uh, yeah, there's a Facebook group since we. Yeah, yeah. You can go to Facebook and forward slash thrift store LARPer. And then uh, under the groups in that page, after you like the page, there is a crafters corner that you can ask to join. And there, I, you know, I poke in there and everything is just flying between people, sharing amazing stuff and asking amazing questions. When I first started, uh, when I first started the group, I thought, okay, I'm gonna post in here and it's probably gonna be like crickets. And I posted, but then everybody just went kaboosh and they're just helping each other out. And that's what I love the most. Uh, mm-hmm. I I want to chime in, but I also am like I feel like I'm interrupting a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I'll I'll, I'll stand by and I'll, sure. I'll jump in when I can, you know. But these guys are doing great, and I love it. I love that everybody is having such a good time on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one thing um, that was very different because we LARPed uh, at the end of high school and then didn't for a long time. And you know, in that time, the internet became a thing uh and so that was kind of a cool thing when we got back into it a few years ago um that you could be so much more connected and um yeah talk and share ideas and and stuff between events you know yeah Um, and that was one of the nice things about the game we started going to um was had a very active facebook group 
Um, so I was able, we were able to ask a bunch of questions before we even got there, uh, kind of like new people and knew the staff a little bit um, before we'd ever, you know, set foot. So again, that kind of um, lowered the barrier of entry, made it a little less intimidating to just kind of show up and, and start playing. Yeah, what I also love about a lot of LARPs using uh, either Facebook pretty much Facebook to do this. Um, there are LARPs that I participate in that will use Facebook to put in vignettes to get uh, their their players hyped for the next game. They'll do little like vignette write-ups of some scene that may be happening off in town that is general knowledge. You know, you can know that in character, but you get to basically be the fly on the wall watching the scene as you're reading it, basically. Oh, so cool. then you're a little more like hyped up for game and it's great. Gets you more in character and invested in why you're there. Yeah. Right. You don't just show up at the end. You're like, okay, I'm here. What's what's going on? <laughs> you already kind of things are already moving. You can start a conversation with somebody about this thing. Exactly. And gets role playing moving a little faster. Yeah. Yeah, our game, we tend to brag on them a lot, but it's kind of our only game. <laughs> and they do a really good job. But uh, they they do they were doing some cool stuff with like they would make short videos sometimes before a game. Uh, oh, that's the one, rad! The one guy, a couple times I think he recorded just audio and added sound effects, and it was like uh, like in game there was a crystal that showed up, and whenever you held it, you heard this pre-recorded message or whatever. Oh, that's so cool! Uh, yeah, it was cool because it it uh, hyped. It was I think Dragon yeah. Month. Or not dragon, uh, dinosaur month. Dinosaur month, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, dinosaur weekend or whatever. So <laughs> we uh, were, you know, fighting big monsters and things like that. And uh, we heard a recording of a guy out there looking for him, <laughs> and it ended about how you would expect, <laughs> abruptly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's just kind of a cool and positive thing about uh, the tools we have available now, uh, being connected and. Um, that's kind of an important thing of, of LARPs community aspect and, and meeting like-minded people and stuff. Yeah. So if somebody goes to YouTube and searches for the thrift store LARPer, what, uh, what are kind of the videos and things they'll find if they've never seen it before? Uh, you'll probably mostly see my cat. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my cat Basil shows up in a lot of my videos because he, he just right has to be around all the time and usually up in my business trying while I'm trying to craft. Like <laughs> half the time I'm trying to I'm trying to sew and he's trying to put a paw where my needle is. I'm like, hey, no, no cat. Um, <laughs> that video but... <laughs> probably be your most popular one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, there's no video actually where that happens. But, you know, half the time I'm that, that usually viral. gets edited out. <laughs> Oh, I, do a blooper no. <laughs> I, I am holding a lot of stuff for a blooper reel for when I get enough patrons. That's going to get released. Um, nice. But otherwise, it's tutorial videos of like, they first started out with stuff that I would just randomly find at thrift stores and get ideas for. I'm like, oh, one time I found this accordion, this toy accordion. I'm like, oh, yes, this is amazing. I know people love to play music and LARP. And, uh, but yet this looks like a little cheap plastic toy accordion. This needs to look better. So I show people what I did with that. Um, and then I also learned a lot about accordions doing that. <laughs> uh, that's the other thing I want to encourage people to do is it is to explore, to explore crafting, to explore skills, try doing things you've never done before. Don't be afraid to screw up because that's how you get good. 
Right. And the other video, the other videos are uh, me talking about like design concepts and uh, where to find things, what you want to look for. So that's pretty much what you'll find. Nice. More of that kind of thing coming up or? Oh, definitely. I have my next video, the one that I'm going to start editing right now after I'm done here because <laughs> I don't stop editing ever. I'm like seven videos behind. No, I can knock that down to five videos behind now. I'm doing good. Um, uh, the next one is I went to a Harry Potter murder mystery and um, they needed this. The company needed help finding props and costumes for their actors. So, or their NPCs, but you know, <laughs> you know, um, they, yeah. Uh, so I, I went out to thrift stores with them. So there'll be an episode about that, but also they wanted a prop that was this lantern that Hagrid has that then reveals secret messages. So I'm going to show people how to take a lantern. I mean, this is an ornate lantern that it, you're not just going to find anywhere, but you can still possibly do this with another lantern. Uh, hopefully this gives people ideas to do this sort of thing with a lantern. And uh, uh, we install a black light on it. And yeah. Nice. So yeah, definitely useful things for people. Playing games, running games. Yeah. Um, I also plan to, I'm really hoping to do more of uh, the tutorials where I also release patterns to people so that they can uh, have patterns available to them for some of the projects that I do. And just doing that for free. I just, I, I kind of want to be the, the PBS of LARP. Here's information, sure. you know, <laughs> supported by viewers like you. Thank you for visiting my Patreon account. <laughs> Not yes. to plug that a whole lot, but <laughs> yeah. Not plug away. Okay. <laughs> Especially if you're giving away free stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's all free at this point. Right? I mean, for what I do is like, even with my Patreon account, what I do is like all of my, all of my tutorials, all my videos are available to everyone. The Patreon account is just basically every tutorial video that I release. I, you know, then uh, do the three dollar uh, charge or whatever on that post. So uh, for all my patrons, but I. I'm doing a new thing where I release my videos early to my patrons, so they get to see it a day to four days early. Mm -hmm. Nice. Do you go out like with videos in mind, like, I'm going to go to a thrift store so I can do this video and then put it on the internet? Or is it like you go out to find those things or have things go on in your LARPing life and think, oh, this would be a great video? I would say usually... It well, it started out as the first, and now it's kind of grown more towards the second uh, version, where I now have like I recently had a new character that I started, so I of course took too many things on my plate because I was like, oh, I'm building a new character. There are so many videos I can do with this. This is great. <laughs> uh, I can yeah. show I can show people how I design a character from start to finish. I can, um, uh, this character plays the violin and I play the violin and I want to take it, I'm going to see if I can find a thrift store violin, which I did online because I also wanted to check, like try out the online auctions through Goodwill and see if, how those are. And they're actually pretty awesome. Um, and I took a thrift store violin. In the end, it cost me like 
40 bucks with shipping altogether for that violin. Um, and I ended up modding it. So there's, there's that video, which is like my favorite video so far ever is my thrift store violin where I show people how to make a kind of a art nouveau post-apocalyptic violin. Oh, sweet. (laughs) That's the best way I describe it. Ish. So, uh, no Art Nouveau violin for a post-apocalyptic character. And this went in your hippie bag? Or is that what... Or was that a... The yoga bag, that's what it was. Oh, gosh. No, I... um, I happen to have a a case from one of my. I have too many violins. No, I don't have too many violins. Um, I have like four violins. Never have too uh, many. Never. No, nope. especially when you're a fiddle player, you can't have enough. Um, but I had a case that I wasn't using. That was a hard case, so it would protect it, and that that's nice. And I uh, I basically oh. roughed it up. I spray painted it and made it look dirty, so it looks like it's been through hell. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, our, our friend that we LARP with uh, did a similar thing in the LARP. He went to uh, his character plays guitar and casts his spells through it. And so he wanted to LARP and play guitar and have like electric guitar. Oh, that's so rad. So he had, he built the amp into his armor and he had to. This is his excuse that he had to get a new <laughs> guitar so he didn't ruin the ones he already had. Yes. <laughs> so he needed a new one. <laughs> yep. Uh, so he did end up getting a, a good deal on one that was uh, not expendable, but wouldn't have mm-hmm. been the end of the world. <laughs> yeah. But he also had to, you know, deal with making it safe and making sure no one got hurt in the middle of a battle, you know. Oh my gosh, my favorite one ever is my friend Mary made this boffer lute. She <laughs> took she's amazing. She's just she's just magical. And she took a it was a plat the core was a was made with a plastic um like strainer. You know, yeah, a like colander. A colander. Yeah, yeah, it was this plastic colander from like a dollar store or something. And she then made this amazing foam carved lute with it, which then also had a speaker inside where she could hook an MP3 player to it. And then she could actually use it as a buffer weapon, too. It was actually safe enough for that. And it was like, oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah. You can find that. I think if you Google buffer lute, you might find it. I think it's still in use. It's been gifted to somebody, I believe. Um, and I think somebody's still LARPing with it. L-U-T, not L-O-O-T. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that clarification. Very, yep. Important. Is there anything else we hadn't talked about or this just kind of been on your mind lately about the hobby or about, about anything really that you wanted to share? Yeah. Uh, one of the things that's been on my mind a lot and it somewhat has to do with kind of the theme of what it, why I try to do thrift store larper it's a lot of it's trying to take pressure off of people you know um and I don't know how it is in the east coast if you guys see this going on or not um and one of the things that I would like to fix in the southern california larp community is uh to get more volunteers out there um especially during larp cleanup after a game when basically if you are because i mean these aren't the blockbuster larps they don't really have like 
paid staff. This is a bunch of friends getting together. And when you're an ST and, and you're producing a game, it's like you're throwing a big old party for your friends, practically, right? And I know people pay, t you know, money to go to these things and they pay an event fee, but it is a community at the same time. Like a lot of those event fees really just make sure that the person running the LARP isn't totally financially screwed. And then, you know, it's kind of nice to to help clean up, to help a lot of these sites that we're at. You have to actually sweep out bathrooms. You need to pick up trash. You need to... Um, like help your costume designer take costumes to and from the storage unit would be nice. You know, when you're just standing around chatting with your friends and, you know, everybody could otherwise be going to afters or you go to afters first and not help clean up. Like that's so disheartening as somebody who runs a LARP. And that's sometimes why some people get burnt out on LARP or running LARPs and LARPs close. And I'd like to see that change. I'd like to see people be less bitter about running LARPs because they feel taken advantage of, sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's one of the things, at least, I that's kind of a thing I would like to change here in Southern California and, and encourage people to give back to this community called LARP. Yeah. No, I think that's something, uh, can't imagine anyone not getting behind that, but. <laughs> yeah, you know, but it happens. It, yeah, it no, happens. no, definitely. Um, yeah. Or yeah, or and, yeah, help help with those costume pulls. You know, take a bin with you in your car to the LARP and help them out. They aren't making thousands of dollars, and you know, whatever. No, they're, they're we're all running this because we have fun using our imagination and our creativity. Let's keep it that way. Yeah, yeah, and kind of like I said before, like since we're so much more easily connected these days, um, it's easy to ask, like, hey, what's needed, like. Yeah. I found myself doing that a lot when I found something that I thought was, um, you know, like LARP worthy or whatever you want to call it, a thrift store. I'd message the staff like, hey, do you, could you guys use this? Um, do you need yeah. more? I found some in-game looking cups. Do you need more? Yeah, and that's that super important too is definitely ask what they need because they may have too much of one thing and not enough of another. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they get loaded with too much of one thing. You're like, no, 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 please. That's cool. That's enough. We got, we're, we're cool on that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our game, I would say, I mean, no game's perfect, unfortunately. Generally, from what I've seen, people are pretty good about that. Um, it's good to hear. And I, it's probably one of the reasons is the, the this game in particular is actually a nonprofit. So mm -hmm. any money they get above running the game goes all goes toward charity. So it's kind of already so cool. charity and volunteer, you know, at the heart of it. So uh, people are, I think, a lot more likely to want to help out because no one's really profiting off of it. Um, mm -hmm. And the more they help, it's the more they can give the charity and stuff. That's um, awesome. And I'm sure people skip out or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but if you, uh, if you have to skip also. out, hopefully you can give back some other way. Right, yeah. You know, the big one I hate is, is when, like, there are people standing around chit-chatting and there's so much more cleaning to do. And it's like, uh, ugh, and we can't leave the site a mess because also this, right. the site can find you know the owners of the the LARP and that sucks that then costs that makes the game running fees go up you know which then would affect the ticket price mm -hmm. so or they don't get welcomed back to that site because it's left a mess mm -hmm. so right and it's one of those things where it can kind of quickly brand mm -hmm. you know the hobby in general like 
it may make it worse for your game, but also other games. You know, yeah. they won't, like you were saying, the one game making room for newer LARPs. If if camps didn't have a good experience because people weren't cleaning up after themselves, they may lump all LARPers together and be like, no, nah, I don't want any more of those weirdos in the woods <laughs> leaving yeah. dirty camp yeah. kitchens and stuff, you know. Yep. It's it, yeah, you're right. It's you're paying and you're trying to have fun, but ultimately it's gonna be, make a little effort before, after, even during the game. You know, especially if you serve meals, like there's usually a lot of yeah. ways you can help out, make staff's life a lot easier, mm -hmm. so they can get that mod started a little faster. <laughs> yes, I love it when uh, there's been um, the people who volunteer to run a a. Uh, a food plan for a LARP and then a lot of times they will actually cover feeding the NPCs which I, I think is so amazing and they'll always have the NPCs come in first to eat so that they then can go and set up for the mod. I, I love that. I love that kind of spirit. Um, you know anything you're really a part of uh, I think it sort of works. Um, people I think just tend to forget if you're having fun and playing a game that there's also some work that can that can go a long way if you're yeah. just willing willing to help out a bit. Yeah, it's think of it more like a think of it more like a social club. In some social clubs, you do pay dues and stuff like that. While a lot of LARPs don't have dues, think of your ticket fee for your event kind of like dues. Right. Is there more about your channel or any other videos you want to kind of point out or highlight? Oh, man, I wish I could. I wish I could talk about some of the ones that are coming down the pipeline but I don't want to give them away because they're kind of a surprise <laughs> uh, so no that's why I'm kind of that's why I'm like tight-lipped right now I'm going oh I would like to talk about some stuff but <laughs> um, well, but the next few days this probably won't come out till Friday oh no this is like <laughs> some of the I have like I said like five more videos to go through till one of the big ones that I'm really excited to release comes out but um that one that one seriously won't probably come out till october november because i still have to sew the project mm -hmm. yes it's a sewing one and i know a lot of people don't sew but you know they i think they'll like this one that's um, my next uh next thing i tell myself i'm gonna try to do do it <laughs> it's, it's oh yeah and machine yeah, uh, thrift store sewing machines i i need to do an episode <laughs> about those i really do because um they they're a great investment everybody should learn how to sew i know people think they're evil but um it's it's kind of like a car just listen to it if it's making weird noises mm. it means certain things so <laughs> um yeah and you can pick up you can pick up a sewing machine between you know 30 and 50 bucks at a thrift store ticket to a sewing back place yeah you're going to spend another probably 50 bucks trying to get it you know working again but you know it's still gonna be cheaper than something you find new and it's probably gonna last longer because if you get something with all metal parts and not plastic parts mm. gonna it's gonna last longer and you can mm. then sew leather you can sew canvas yeah yes. yep <laughs> we were at that that antique store i mentioned earlier and they had like an antique sewing machine that was like one of those, like, it's a wooden desk, and then the machine, yes. like, flips underneath. <laughs> I, don't, yes. I don't know if I looked at how much it was. I'm sure uh, it was not. I, I, want, price. <laughs> I want one of those. I want one of those, the ones that it has the pedal, because then mm -hmm. with that, you can punch holes and then sew thicker pieces of leather and basically use that oh, as your leather machine. Because 
if you try to use anything without a foot pedal, it the um, motor needs to be strong enough because <laughs> otherwise yeah. it won't be able to jam the uh, needle through that leather if you're working with like eight or six grade mm-hmm. leather. This is all over my head, so I'm looking forward <laughs> to these videos. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's that's pretty much their store Lurper all in a nutshell. And um, I'm like, I feel like I still just started. Like, I know I now have quite a few fl- followers and it's really awesome, but I, I still feel like everything is super new and just beginning. And I have a lot of videos, a lot of ideas. So, yay. Well, I hope you can uh, keep it up and don't, I know this is, Maybe just me projecting, but <laughs> I know it can get hard because uh, it is a lot of work. Um, yeah. You know, the loose steam or. Uh, I've had to uh, limit. I've ha- Yeah. The hard part right now is I've had to limit the days that I work on it to two days a week because I, I have a part time job, you know, uh, to also fund these creative endeavors. But <laughs> <sure>. <laughs> right? Uh, right. And so, yeah, I'm usually at least working on that part time job, but then also want to LARP and those are on weekends. And so that leaves me two days out of the week to work on thrift store LARPer. So it's been challenging, but I've still been able to crank out videos. So it's, it's working. So yeah, I think they're, they're well-produced videos. Um, Thank you. They're super informative and yeah, it's just a lot of fun. Is there anything you guys want to see on me cover more on my videos? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe just, there's, you know, an infinite variety of kinds of characters. Um, okay. I don't know. My mind always goes to like, oh, what's popular on YouTube or what would help? You know? <laughs> like sort of more of a no, marketing what, mindset. What, like, like no, the, what do you guys personally, what do you guys personally want to learn hmm. that I could show you how to do? Oh, yeah. Right now I'm wanting to get into sewing and oh, okay. other working. We've done a lot with the foam, like armor and weapons and stuff. So I feel not mm-hmm. good, but at least capable of doing it (laughs) but maybe the next level would be like to do like custom outfits and and things like that i think would be really cool so find something leather at a thrift store and show leather working skills with that thing yeah okay and basic sewing tips like a video on basic sewing tips yeah i guess yeah how to get started and um patterns are kind of a mystery to me oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) Like, I understand sort of like, well, that's what you do, but how do you figure out the size? And I've just really not even started to research it, but okay, that's all right. I like seeing out of the box ideas, you know, like, I don't know, like look, looking in a thrift store section that you wouldn't normally because maybe you wouldn't normally wear those clothes. But, Mm -hmm. you know, if you find a coat that actually might work as like I have a it's a woman's coat, but it's like quilted. So it kind of looks like a gambeson. Brilliant, yes. Yeah, um, uh, like those kind of things. Yeah. Um, there's one tutorial I do want to do. I have the blanket already is taking a quilt, you taking a quilt and turning it into a gambeson. Nice. Yeah. And that could, I could probably use that for showing how to line up and read sewing patterns probably on that one. Nice. Everything yeah. you need right there. Boom. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, we really appreciate your time and... Uh, Tell us these cool stories and all these great tips. Why don't you share the best way to check out all your content and connect with you and all that. Sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You can find me on YouTube, uh, YouTube slash Thrift Store LARPer or Google Thrift Store LARPer, YouTube search Thrift Store LARPer. 
otherwise, I'm very active on Instagram. I I post every week, like not just weekly, like I post daily on like all the stuff that I find at thrift stores during the week. And so hopefully that can also give you some ideas. Instagram, that is at thrift store lurper. And then I'm also on Facebook. I'm pretty active. I have a page. Go to Facebook forward slash. It's a forward slash backslash. It's forward slash, right? Whatever. Um, say slash. Slash. Okay. <laughs> but it's Facebook slash thrift store larper. And then in there, you'll find the, uh, the creator's corner, the crafting corner there. I forgot what I titled it. I'm terrible. But... <laughs> Uh, that's where a lot of people are collaborating and getting ideas and asking uh, for help on projects when they're stumped is what I really like is people helping each other out with that kind of stuff. It's not just like it's sharing accomplishments and helping people out. That's where to find me on the webs. Well, thanks again. Uh, it's been great talking to you and looking forward to more videos. And what's the next LARP that you're scheduled to attend. I get to go to one next week. Nice. I get to go to Undying. It is a LARP where I play a banshee. Ooh. And there is a vi there is a video about my banshee character, uh, a couple of those on on uh, my YouTube channel. And so I get to go play here. I love Ethelheen. And uh, it's it's a it's an undead LARP. There are humans. It's a world where the undead are citizens there are vampires there are banshee there are it's and it's kind of a western theme that's the other fun part oh, that's cool. <laughs> it's it's kind of yeah it's western in new orleans and yeah it's a lot of fun so Great. i'm very excited well Oops. enjoy and uh it was really great talking to you be sure and check out and subscribe to the thrift store larper and follow our instagram and join the group and Make some awesome costumes and share it with everybody. Thanks. All right, well, you've been listening to 321 Lay On Podcast. Visit nextlevelnerd.com and check out all our other podcasts, like the Next Level Nerd Movie Podcast, some movies, Sugar Frosted Cereal, our podcast about TV series, the Nerd Herds Gaming Podcast, covering different gaming topics, and our newest show, Beyond the Multiverse, our comic book podcast for anyone looking to get into comic books. To find these shows, just search for Next Level Nerd anywhere. We appreciate you listening, and if you'd like to help us out, give us a like wherever you're listening to these episodes and leave us a review on iTunes. So until next time, LARP and thrift store enthusiasts, thanks for listening, and remember, spread the word, spread the nerd. Alrighty, we're going to read a quick... Okay. Outro. Uh, Try to get my cat away from the microphone. He's just <laughs> y'all up in that. I hadn't noticed. Okay, good. I was like, they're probably picking up his purring right now. <laughs> okay. That's all right. I think a, I mean, uh, you know you guys our biggest dive demographic is cat lovers. So. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs>